Fabulous. Is she bringing the, uh, fragrance? Are you spraying what your... Is this? Why are you spritzing yourself, girl? I don't know, but the the process to start this recording is <laughs> literally in, pretty incredible. Every week, girl. <laughs> People are... Wi- 20 minutes we've been on this call. <laughs> Wires are wiggling. Lotion is getting applied. Body mics are getting checked. Now fragrance. It's a whole fantasy, girl. We can't, we can't hear you, you at all. Now we can't hear you at all. <laughs> now she has to start over so we can readjust her mind. This. She has to go wash her lotion off, take the fragrance. Yeah, so we couldn't hear you and no one can see what the bottle is because you're so small in the box. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, there we go. Oh, now we can hear you. Okay. Okay. Now that we can hear you, shut up and press the buttons. Okay, let's do this. Oh. 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 Are you shady? What? Are you shady? What? The The Shade shade Parade. parade. This is The Shade Parade, where we have all of the opinions and none of the facts. Britney Spears slapped her with a cease and desist. But she's going to keep talking here. Give it up for my co-host, Ari Kiki. <laughs> and she had to cancel her Las Vegas residency due to COVID. Her name is Vicky Villanes. <laughs> <laughs> and today yeah. we are joined... Just, oh, go her. ahead, sorry. What were you going to say? No, the context to my joke was Adele just had to cancel her Las Vegas residency. Like the whole thing? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Okay, She's we'll get delaying to that it due to COVID. What? Did, didn't she like sign up for it in COVID? Like she didn't know this was already happening. I'll read the, you, you introduce our guest while I figure out what's going on. Today we are also joined by the host of the Glam nominated podcast, Hardcore Sobriety. Please welcome New York loudmouth legend Logan Hardcore. Not this. <laughs> <laughs> Could not be more appropriate. <laughs> I have been called so many great things by like people I adore. New York loudmouth, glamour demon. I mean, the Hi. list goes on and on. Bitch, I think glamour demon might be my favorite. That was Chauncey. Yes. Oh, yeah. I might adopt every, that one. Every, every Thursday, Thursday night. <laughs> For 10 years. Wow. <laughs> 10 years? I know, I was there for nine and a half with him wow. for six, seven. Yeah, about six or seven. Yeah, because I you started around the same time he started. Yeah. There. Well, bitch, well, let's I don't get... work there anymore. <laughs> well, let's get right into it, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> let's get right into the tea girl. <laughs> Did you call me a tea girl? Um... <laughs> Not not in that reference. Oh. Oh. I love it. My pronouns, just so you know, are has been. So thank you. Please use them properly. With your broke ass. Literally. Uh, uh, okay. Oh. So this is a this is a part of our glam nominated podcast host meetup or whatever we're just doing this like little series right before the glams and i want you to introduce your podcast to our listeners tell us what your show's about okay well the first version of it was the hardcore honesty because during covid i had nothing to do but literally be in everyone else's business so (laughs) while i was doing that i realized i could monetize it And when I really started outing people (laughs) during the (laughs) meth gala and Pines extravaganzas and like literally putting people's names and jobs and addresses, that's when I was like, you know what? I'll just talk to myself every week. (laughs) So I did that. And then I started interviewing some of the housewives and like I got sober and all of the conversation continued to be around sobriety. So I took a break. Um, and rebranded it kind of to be towards recovery and all different aspects of that, whether it's alcohol, drugs, sex, overeating, or just like, 
people that are in nightlife that have experiences with what's gone on. Because I just had Bob on the podcast and we talked about the shit that went on 10 years ago. And girl, we weren't getting away with it now. <laughs> Bitch. No. Seriously. 10 years ago, um, so it's a whole different ballgame, I can recall. That's when I girl, started 10 years ago, just about. Yes. Yeah, girl. I just and did you a, guys were I already in a... the game at that point also. Girl, I was deep in the game. Deep in the game and deep in the bag of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound I heard after I threw the shoe. Right. <laughs> oh my god, the shoe. What's the, the shoe? shoe? Oh, girl, at Vlada, when I threw the shoe and chopped off a piece of the DJ's ear. You don't know this story? I, uh... (laughs) Wait! (laughs) What? (laughs) You don't know this story? I mean, I I know DJ probably doesn't know this story, but I don't know if Vicky never heard this story. So, I used to get really twisted at my show Too Soon Tuesday, where I would do, like, a Christmas show in March. Um, And... (laughs) You know, Vlada, it was like a hallway. So you performed in front of the front door. So people would come in to the stage, like also behind for context, you. Vlada was mm-hmm. like a vodka bar that had like an ice, it was like an ice bar, basically. Yeah, you like set your drink on the ice and it kept your drink cold. But oh. then your arms would get cold and wet at some point also. Like. Yeah, and like they had infused vodkas that they made and like two shots of it fucked you up. And so meanwhile, yeah. I was drinking like 40 shots and doing <laughs> lines and rails of cocaine before, during, and after the show. And someone came in one night and just said something sassy. And you know me, I was, you know. Quick. My, my first reaction was to take my shoe off and chuck it and... I completely missed and hit the DJ and chopped a little piece of his ear off. Ooh. And then continued Ooh, to finish the show. The- <laughs> Girl, I miss I did the wrong introduction. Please welcome the Mike Tyson of drag. Yes. Hardcore. Absolutely. <laughs> she is out here. Dis- dismantling and disfiguring bitches. Don't get in disfiguring. Her way. <laughs> Girl, and I remember like doing that and then walking down the street to Posh because Tina was doing Tranimal. So oh. I walked into Posh with one shoe on and was like, hi girls. Like nothing had happened. Ding dong! <laughs> 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 accurate so you've named you've dropped a couple of names but help our listeners place you a little where who who are you who are the who are your counterparts in the city who are your girls um well i was really it was like me and bianca del rio before she won and like we were roommates like best friends she was the best man at my wedding like Mm -hmm. and like we kind of ran around hell's kitchen with like bootsy tina all the drug girls. <laughs> and like, you know, it was like Bootsy, Tina, Holly Cost. Oops, Holly Day. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Blackie O. Um, like, we were just like those girls. We just ran around getting drunk and high. <laughs> Good time. Good time was yeah. happening all. We always had a good time. I would like walk by the diner and see the sober girls and be like, losers. <laughs> Girl. But yeah, so like I came up when I started, I started in 2007 and it was just me and Chandelier. And so like I had like, I had yeah, like two or three that. years to really just like make a name for myself with no one coming up. So I did that. And yeah, then like, and then all the AMDA rejects showed up, and they were like, we're going to do drag. <laughs> so all the girls that couldn't make it on Broadway then started doing Star Search, and I was like, I quit. <laughs> Let these girls have a dollar. Oh, my God. So, like, what was your – you had a show at Stonewall. What was the name yeah. of the show? Throw oh my down. god. Throwdown. Girl, we had so many names. But Throwdown was the longest... Incarnation. Working title. 
<laughs> yeah, but I was at Stonewall's. Mike Salinari was the only person that would hire me after the shoe incident. I went to Fire Island. Fire Island kept me every yeah. year because I made mm-hmm. them fucking bags of money. Yeah. And um, Mike was the only one in the city that would consistently hire me. And when he started, my show was like upstairs with two people. And then at one point they wanted to get rid of me. And Mike was like, I'm not getting rid of her. So we're going to cut her pay and we'll give her a portion of the bar. And they soon came to regret that because there were many nights that I hit the limit where they couldn't give me any more money and they were paying me double what my fee would have been. So, but they were really incredible. I worked with them. My last show before COVID was there. And then with COVID, you know, I think they don't really have like, one girl doing a weekly show so they never reached out to me and heart uh pieces nope playhouse (laughs) reached out to me and i was like listen i gotta make a dollar where i can make one so i went there but you know i talked to mike frequently about doing an invasion or something but stonewall was a really big piece of my drag history nine years it's crazy yeah that's crazy I've been. I don't think I've done anything for nine years. Oh, except for be a failure. That's you're not that's a failure. I watched um, you try to plug your microphone in for nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Struggle bus. <laughs> um. So you had this podcast. When when do your episodes come out? Whenever I feel like it. no um for a long time they were coming out on monday and then i do patreon on saturday or sunday and i have two levels on patreon one where i kind of just like recap the week and one where like i'm doing like my full story of recovery and what got me there and i have this week there's going to be like stuff that bob said that i was like i'm not putting this out she tells who the only girl she ever worked with that made her walk off stage and leave the venue. And I was like, this is a good oh, way. Good. <laughs> well, she loves to wear red, yellow, and orange. Um... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes. So, um, but now I'm back to Mondays. Uh, I have enough people lined up that I've done interviews with that I'm like consistently good to. Drop on Mondays. Drop an episode. Well, give us a little a little taste. Who do you have coming on the show? So I just had Bob. I have Kendall Gender from Drag Race Canada. 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 I I have one of my favorite books is Transfigured. My it's like called Transfigured. My story from man to woman back to man again. And like this, like person from New York nightlife that came up in the scene before us and like is really well known and was and like their whole story and then they got sober so I have them coming on I have Margaret from Housewives of New Jersey um, I'm trying to get Leah from New York we just keep going back and forth with a date and like some people that no one's ever heard of because like in this space that I'm in I hear some really incredible and powerful stories that I think are worth hearing because no one listens to their podcasts. <laughs> um, so we know who you have coming. Who do you wish you could get on the show? Who are like some somebody you would think is like a huge get for you or like your wish list? Kelly Osborne would be great. Um, I think Kelly Osborne's str- and Demi Lovato, her struggle mm-hmm. with sobriety is something, and I've actually like been very close to getting her, and it just didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. But I make fun of Demi Lovato a lot. I call her Demi Lovato, Demi Gelato, <laughs> the Pandemi Lovato. Like, yeah, yeah. It's but I think there's, I think she's an attention seeking whore, but I think that like the the. <laughs> Story there, the story there of your recovery. I don't ever doubt anyone's recovery story, especially because I know how difficult it is. And I don't think anyone would put that much of themselves out there for a press release. So I think her story, their story, Jesus Christ, here we go. Here, cancel me, them, their, her. Um, I think their story is really kind of powerful because they've been so honest about everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, that last documentary was insane. Wild. Yeah, they were like she had heroin needles in her arms. I was like, yes, (laughs) 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 love it. Did you watch her? um, uh, What was that? That show where she was like talking to ghosts? No, it was aliens. No, listen, I'll watch a lot of shit. I've never missed an episode of Housewives. I will watch little people on TLC and fat people on TLC all day long. What I'm not watching is Demi Lovato talk to aliens. That is where I draw the line. Aliens. Like, that to me is just like, in 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 your addiction, that's like behavior I would expect. Yeah. It's like, like the thing is, like, there's one, there's one thing and then there's the other thing, but these two things can't, like, exist in the same space at the same time because one of them is just going to eclipse the other, but, like, I don't know, girl. And That's she just needs to, like, take a break. You can't yell about ice cream and then change your pronouns and then become a lesbian and then say you talk to ghosts all in three days. It's exhausting. <laughs> like, like pick, pick a struggle. Yeah. What does that Instagram Very story even look like? <laughs> a lot. And the next thing you know, she's shaving her head and putting a spider on it. And they're like, I have a new album coming out. I'm like, I'm still learning the words to the first one. <laughs> um, Ari, do you have any questions for Logan, or do you want to like catch up with her? Uh, <clears throat> uh, quickly. Well, I don't know if "quickly" is the right way to start this. <laughs> what? What? Um, what triggered you being going sober or during the pandemic? Oh Was my god, girl. Yes, I was locked in my house, and, like, one thing... I've always known I had a problem with drinking. I've been asking Marty for help since I knew she got sober, but I always said it was for a friend. But um, since 2012, I've known there was an issue. (laughs) I was always like, girl, a friend really needs an AA meeting. How do I get them there? (laughs) And then I never went. But I think being locked in my house and saying that I would never drink or do drugs in my house and then doing shows virtually, I was doing drugs and drinking in my house and like having drug dealers during a pandemic drop drugs off in my mailbox was like an eye-opening experience. And then my father had stage still has stage four lung cancer and we decided to move him in with us. So I went to Arizona. Well, Girl, she's downstairs doing the Irish jig. She moved here and forgot she had cancer. (laughs) It's wild. She literally moved here. She hasn't had treatment for a year, like literally running around, like doing backflips. So, I mean, doing well. God Congrats. bless. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Girl, that inheritance was so close. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's only funny because I say it to his face. Um, <laughs> Vicky has left the chat. Girl. So I went home and packed up my childhood home. And I didn't drink or do drugs for that month. And when I got back, I had a show at home that night and something just snapped in me. And like, I drank that night. I went, drank till like three in the morning. I got up and left for P-Town the next morning with my husband and a group of friends. I continued drinking in the car. Um, I remember our first day in P-Town vaguely. I remember that I did four shots of lemon drops out of like an eight, an, what do they call it? An eight ball glass. And like one of those, yeah, like, yeah. like a neat glass. I did like four he- full shots of a lemon Oof. drop out of that. And that's all I remember. But um, I woke up at four in the morning to my husband screaming, we're getting a divorce. And I had grinder on my phone and um, I moved out of the house we were staying in into the hotel down the street and truly turned it into a hotel. Um, and I called a dealer and said, I, cause you know, being in the scene, we know people in fire Island and in P town. So I found a dealer and I said, bring me whatever you have. And I had a lovely going out party. Oh my God. <laughs> is how I put it. And then, um, we had to drive back together because he was afraid I had had a mental psychotic snap and was afraid for me to drive. So we sat in complete silence for six hours on the way home and I self detoxed in a bed. 
Um, and I was watching the Housewives of Orange County and the premiere episode for that season had a housewife dealing with alcoholism and everything just clicked. And I went to AA the next day and here we are a year and four months later. Work, bitch. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, we all knew it was coming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, you got me, you got Marty. Now we got to figure out how to get Tina. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let her make it to All Stars and see what happens. Girl, that ain't gonna happen. They'll have Juju on again. <laughs> Girl, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But I think yeah. I can. I think I can. I have, you know, I have no comment for anything about her because I said what everyone was thinking during her season that. She looked like trash. And and all of the New York City girls were like, no, girl, you're doing it. And I was like, you're lying. And she put everything up on Instagram and all of her little, well, you know, she's the least followed person. Calorie Kardashian has more followers than her. But her followers that she did have came after me, sending me death threats and shit. And I was like, really, Tina? Like, this is what we're doing? You're going to latch on to me because I have going on from the COVID shit and this is how you're going to get people talking about you? Okay. So enjoy All Stars with your crusty fashions. (laughs) (laughs) You know those girls that Oh good girl, not this. I mean, I'm I'm looking at all these audio files below, and I'm waiting to see the lie because I've yet to see it because <laughs> it looks like a lie detector test <laughs> and nothing, nothing spiking. <laughs> so, Logan, we have this segment on the show where we ask all of our queens to tip your queen. And basically, we just ask you to give a young queen a little advice and a more seasoned performer, queen performer, performer, performer. Right? Sorry, language. Um. So yeah, what would okay. you? What advice would you give to a uh, uh, twirling Tina? In um, who oh, twirling Tina Burner? <laughs> <laughs> Because I've got some advice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my advice. Tables are not projectiles. <laughs> um, my oh, advice for baby Logan um, hardcore would be, you know, content to be loud. Be who you are. Say the shit you want to say. Because what I've learned is most people are thinking it. And I have a lucky enough support system around me that I can handle the hatred that comes with being a voice for shit that I'm passionate about. Um, And times are going to get tough with, you know, you're going to go through some shit with drinking and drugs, but I say all the time, I didn't have a horrible time. I had some really great times and luckily you're going to come out of it on the other side and be a voice and an inspiration for people that need to hear another side of sobriety and that it can be fun and you can still go out and you don't have to be a miserable fuck drinking a soda on a park bench. You can still live a fun life and have an existence and maintain your friends and your places you love to go. Like you don't have to give everything up. So I would just say go down the path you're going to go down because your higher power will get you to a good place. It just might not happen when you think so. That's good. I love that. And my Venmo is at Logan Hardcore. <laughs> we actually get to that at some point, but <laughs> she beat me to it. Right. I just said I just read it. It said if you can, you can leave your cash app. I don't have that. <laughs> There's too many things we had to learn during this pandemic. I was like, I'm sticking to one payment basis. That's smart. Um so, Logan, how was your week? Um, well, busy. 
let's like I kind of told you kids, um, I have some really personal shit going on in my life. Um, mm. all good things. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, I have a day job where I do accounting. I just started college this week for the Ooh, first time. I never thank you. I never went. So now I'm going to Westchester Community Online College. My God, I'm the face of it. Um, and so I'm doing that. I have my job. I run an organizing business on the side. So And I perform. So I stay busy. I stay busy. Not as busy as Adele, who's trying to get everything in line for her show, but I stay busy. <laughs> Well, Logan, thank you so much for the interview. We hope you'll stick around for Flaming Topics. Uh, yes, if you'll have me. <laughs> of course. Perfect. I want to ask Ari how your week was, though, girl. Like, what did you do this week? Where have you been? Let me check Let me check my calendaria. <laughs> uh, what did I do this week? Not much. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you're saving your energy. I am. Well, I didn't... Well, then I don't remember what... The hell did I do this weekend? I had gym bar on Friday. Saturday, what the, I really haven't. Oh, Saturday I went to my younger brother's house in upstate New Jersey, if that's a thing. Um, and got to see my nieces and nephews because I wasn't able to see them during Christmas because of COVID in the house. And then, oh yeah, yeah, you had COVID. I didn't have COVID. One of my roommates tested positive and fucked it up for all of us. Thing. Yeah, and but you know no, we're all fine and safe. So thank knock on wood somewhere. Uh, and then right, <laughs> and then on Sunday he drove me over. He drove me back into the neighborhood, uh, and dropped me off at the Grizzly Kiki house because they just moved to Jersey. Um, uh, so I got to see spend time with them and have dinner with them on Sunday night. Robert and Daniel from Grizzly. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh, cute. Yeah, they're so they're, they're actually weird, like ten minutes right? away from my house now. Yeah, that's so fucking crazy. And they have a beautiful two bedroom apartment. It's got a great view. The turtle's like massive now. They get this massive tank. This like for this little turtle. Well, it was little turtle. Now it's a big turtle. Donatella grew up. Right, and then so that was my weekend. Monday, I had to go into the city because um, our friend Chu was celebrating his birthday. Uh, so I went out and had dinner with them and their friends and popped into Hush to see my drag son doing the Monday Night Kings show they do once a month over there. Uh, and that was fun, interesting. Um, first mo- I think this was the first month they were doing it. So... But anything when you start, it's a slow build up. But it was cute, and that's pretty much my week. I don't think I did anything on Tuesday, it? Wednesday. I don't think so. Oh. I've been my doing do anything. I don't think so. I've been chilling. Yeah, keeping it quiet because it's my when birthday like, weekend. Yeah, I was about to say you have a lot of shit that's coming up. She's about to turn forty. Oh. I'm not turning forty. I'm turning thirty nine. Same Give thing, me girl. one more year. Give me one more year before you round up. Um, uh, girl, you're always round. <laughs> <laughs> My God. That is true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend, basically. That's good. Well, where are you going to have... be this weekend? Yeah, yes, what are you doing so this I weekend? I was getting there for the slow segue. Uh, I'm at karaoke on Friday, and then Sunday I have brunch at Lucky Chang's, and I am doing an 80s invasion on Sunday at Stonewall with Mary Muscles. And then I'm recovering on Monday, because I took off from work, which is my actual birthday. Oh, cute. And I'm seeing a doctor for the first time in, like, two years. I'm... (laughs) I'm like, how, how, which diabetes do I have? Like, just to give me the Word. answers, which diabetes do I have? Get that insurance. Use her. Finally. It comes in handy. Um, uh, well, for me, my week, I just saw Scream on, like, I saw, like, Scream on, like, Saturday or something. Yeah. Um, and then, Yay, nay, yeah. I'm dying to see it. Pun intended. It's... I thought it was really good. I personally thought it was really good. I think it's like reviving the slasher genre. I think it's like, it's 
cheesy, but it knows that it's cheesy, so it makes fun of itself, which is really yeah. good. Well, I mean, Scream was always yeah, Scream has always been good for that, knowing that it's like super like really stupid and like you're a horror movie within a horror movie and they recognize that like right off the bat so without giving too much away you should go see it mm-hmm. okay um have you been into those uh, I... films logan by chance the f- scream films well i'm very young so um <laughs> yes she is no, younger I... than us <laughs> yeah i'm only 32 girls sorry <laughs> Um, but yes, I do remember the Scream movies. I would have to go back and rewatch them to know the plots. Gotcha. <laughs> um, My life yeah, I mean, is a Scream. That's <laughs> what did the rest of your week get, Vicky? I mean, that was really the rest. That was my week. I went on a date last night to this like cute arcade bar that's in mm-hmm. um, here in Boston, and um, yeah, I've been really kind of like laying low because I'm getting ready for this this collection that I'm doing. Um, okay. I recently just talked to like way back in the day. I used to intern for this company. And my, I just reached out to my old boss from this company and legit, like just got off this call, um, might have to relocate soon. Um, but we'll talk more about that off mic. Yeah. Like relocate in a good way with like a secure job with benefits in a nice sunny location. So like girl, oh no, it's not in New York. Cause, um, I gathered when you said sunny. Right, right, exactly. Mm mm, mm mm, mm mm, mm mm. Um, um, yeah, that's been pretty much my day or my week. I've been here working on this shit for the glams and, um, yeah, buying bus tickets because my car's in the shop. So she will be arriving via public transit to celebrate and. Watch um, Lady Bunyan and Monet Loose Change win this award, and then I'm gonna go back. And um, <laughs> you couldn't pay me to show up to that shit fest. Really? <laughs> You're not going, girl. Fuck her. Fuck that show. And fuck this riggery. You know they only added our podcast. Or at an hour podcast, so it looked like there was some sort of competition. Girl, you know a- I only won best dancer because I used to give. <laughs> Not the glams being the gay Golden Globes. Girl, I can't. <laughs> you think that that um, never let me not go into this? I'm not doing it. I can't wait to see you girls there. Wear something nice. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna do flaming topics. <sighs> another day, another drag race franchise premiere. Jason Whedon, or Joss Whedon, thinks you're rude. Atlantis, super gay, super spreader cruise. Kathy Griffin would like her life back on the D-list. Icon Andre Leon Talley leaves a fabulous legacy. Woes for Wendy Williams. And the Super Bowl halftime show is Rap Niggas and Nem and Eminem. We'll be right back. Oh my god. Y'all tried to get me up on here to say things that I'm going to regret. You're not getting me. In the world at large, fuckery and shenanigans are occurring everywhere daily. In New York City, the hateful hoes who address these recurring activities are members of an elite squad known as the Shade Parade. These are their stories. And we're back. So uh, are we excited for the nine fierce queens who are joining RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world? 
I don't understand the title. Like, it's such a bizarre way of phrasing this. Um, I mean, it's it's basically international all stars. That's what it should have just been called. Truly, my question is. Go ahead. Because it's in the UK, do they win anything, or are they just going to get some stupid badge? That's that's the real question. <laughs> like, or is, is Juju B going? <laughs> is Juju B going back for the ninetieth time to win a fucking badge? Right. I mean, she yeah, will it's win. very questionable. <clears throat> if she wins a badge, it'll be more than she's ever won on the show in previous Not iterations. That. So, uh, and you and you said there's nine talented girls. I would like you to name three of them. <laughs> is that DJ laughing in the background that he's hiding in? <laughs> so we have a uh, bag of chips from UK. Okay. Blue Hydrangea from UK. Cheryl Hole from UK. They placed, she got. I think they placed fourth, fifth, and sixth respectively. They need some milk. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jenny Jackay from Holland. Jimbo from Canada. I'll take that one. Her. I loved I loved her. So Jujube far we from... have one. <laughs> Jujubee from US. Two. Lemon from Canada. And Moa Hart from US. Three. I like Monique. Oh, there you go. And Pangina or Pangina Heels from Thailand. I didn't watch that. I season, didn't see so that season. She's very. She's the host of it, and she's very talented. Um, she's the host. Wait yeah, a she's the. Now. I thought. Yeah, I thought that was the case. Oh, that's crazy. yeah. She's the host of of Thailand, and she's really talented. And like, but she is a lot to look at. What does that mean? How do I digest well, she's that? She's not pretty. <laughs> well. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Are you rooting for anybody? I really just think that it's time we give Juju B something so she can stop this and move on with her fucking life. So, like, how many episodes, how many Drag Race franchises has Juju B been a part of? Drag Race Normal. Um, All Stars the one, one. The way they, the one Drag You. All Stars oh. One. Oh, All Stars okay. 4, Queen of the Universe, UK versus the world. Jesus Christ. Really? And maybe really? if she was in one of those Christmas fucking debacles we had to watch. Oh my God. Oh, that's possible. The bitch who yeah, stole she Christmas. Has to be in one of those. The bitch who stole Christmas was a kiki. I could have <laughs> said through it. Yeah, we. you turned it off after the like fourth pun. You couldn't do it. Oh, I made it all the way through. Bless your heart. Oh. <laughs> it's when they had Raven lip syncing dialogue in like this high pitched voice. I was like, "What in the world of what the fuck?" That's when I was sold. Maybe the winner of this will get a part in the bitch who stole Christmas too. <laughs> the bitch. So, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the World premieres on February first. So, in essence, we will have another one of these drag race cycles that'll be running simultaneously with another season. Are you going to be watching both? Do they say where it's airing? In the so, States? it's airing on the BBC, and in the States, it'll be on WoW Presents Plus. Okay, so the girls have the, they pay for that, so we'll watch it. They're making you earn, they're earning that $40 a year, girl. Happy Black History Month. she's literally like let's air a season on february 1st with no black people on it oh mo Mo, sorry excuse me oh oh oh, no but that'll be the our honor of black history month will be making her shantae away girl (laughs) sashay away not changing not changing her name to mo Mo Hart. I guess I guess it was it sounded weird in an English accent. So she, she was like, it's Mo her. Money, more fame, Mo Hart. I was like, I have to go. 
Um, I don't know if I'm tuning in. I guess I will, but uh, there's. I've already like after Canada and UK were running at the same time. I I couldn't towards the end. I couldn't it's remember exhausting. who was on which season. I stopped right. watching Canada. I was like, I can't do this. Canada was a lot <laughs> this past season. Was Beth. a lot. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't watch the finale. I, oh, you didn't? I, I, I checked that at some point, yeah. I know who won. I like. I don't care. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't care I, I'm kind of interested, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to stick around and pay attention to all of it. Um, so Joss Whedon recently responded to all of the allegations that he's had against him for the last couple of years. Um, most recently, he responded to um, Gal Gadot and Ray Porter calling him basically a tyrant on the set of um, that DC movie that he did, Justice League. And he essentially, like, threatened her career, telling Gal Gadot that she would never work again or she would have a hard time finding work. And that that's what Gal said. And then he, in this interview that he did with, I think, People, that he is that it was a language barrier. She didn't understand what he was saying. I fucking hate when people do that. Not to mention, I think Gal Gadot speaks like five languages. Like she understands a threat against her career in English, French, Israeli, um, and like two other languages. So like, I don't know. Whose alarm is going off? I think it's me. I think, I think Boston is having a drinking problem right now. (laughs) domestic um so we remember when charisma carpenter was giving like all the tea on joff did do you remember any of this do either of you remember any of this no i vaguely recall (laughs) uh accusations against this guy too many accusations on too many people it's hard to keep up with (laughs) <laughs> well not yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I believe Gal I believe Ray I think that I mean if you have so many people throwing th- things at you it's 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 all gonna stick at some point where there's smoke there's fire and I always say right. you have to believe victims but like to just like there's big names that you remember like instantaneously like Weinstein and Cosby but like mm-hmm. all these other ones there's so many that it's like every day no I can't remember who did what now please right. make it memorable <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kathy Griffin is trying to get back in our good graces she is basically telling the New York Times that she is really just ready to get her life back on track and get her life back. Um, she is she wants to do something with HBO Max or in talks to do something with HBO Max, but it's kind of like iffy. They don't really know if they want to like pull the plug on it or actually have her, you know, go forward with this. And after this recent thing with um, your girlfriend on CNN, um, Anderson Cooper, and the other Andy Cohen. Cohen. Oh, yeah, Andy Cohen. Oh, they got drunk. Yeah, you remember how all of that went down. And Kathy has taken that as, like, her jumping point to be like, okay, I did a hell of a lot less, and I lost my job for this, and Andy is coming back next year. So, like, what the fuck is up? So, do we think it's time to let Kathy back? Wait. I I don't understand why. I mean, I know why they they canceled her, but I never thought they should have canceled her. So what happened? You remember over this Trump bullshit? What yeah, you remember why they canceled her? Why she was so openly canceled? Oh wait, well, openly the... canceled by a certain group of people, but Hollywood kind of ran with it. Was that for the, the yeah the Trump photo? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's not even president anymore, and they're still shutting her out of shit. Girl, just let this woman have her time. The poor mm-hmm. woman's got cancer. Let's get it, put it on a streaming service and let's let every- Oh, that's let- right. She does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I mean, her throat hurts, so it's not like she can do an hour stand-up. Come on. Mama needs a new yeah. wig. Come on now. <laughs> not Mama needs a new wig. I can't. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Can you please segue into Wendy Williams with that? Oh, Speaking fuck. of someone needing a new wig. So I think they're not looking good for Wendy. It turns out that so she was on my my list last week of people that I thought might not make it through the year, and I might have to redact that statement <laughs> and go back and like rattlesnake some shit in some previous episodes because it's actually looking like these things are not all that in- inaccurate. Um, it's there's rumor and speculation about her health saying that she is not her her flamboyant personality is not just the personality a lot of like health issues are coming into play here and there was that one report from like a couple of weeks ago where she was like running around naked on set when she was trying to come back that's nasty I don't know how, how my, my, I feel like part of this is just like life coming back to bite her in the ass over the years for talking shit about people. I mean, she did I, out a I, few, I, a, a few closet. She, she's done a lot of time. damage in the past. Um, I don't wish her ill, but I, from what I was reading, it sounds like she's not recognizing people that she's worked with over the years. She's not like all there. It seems like. Uh, but that's all yeah. speculation and rumors at the moment. Um, th- I think there's been a lot of rumor that she wouldn't come back at all. Um, and that's clearly where they're going with this. They've really mm-hmm. tried to push a few different people to fill the spot. Um, I have friends that work very close to her on the show that have said there has been no contact from her. She hasn't shown up. She's... Um, I guess I can say, because it was also in the press, that there's major rumors that she has fallen back into her addictions. And, you know, she went through a really hard thing um, with her husband and the baby and all of that. Mm. And she tried to keep it together. But I think that's when she should have bowed out gracefully and taken time to focus on her. And I think... Here we are. Like, your brother goes in the press and talks shit about you. Like, it's just not looking good for good old Wendell. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's saying that, like, her staff doesn't really have loyalty to her like they would have. And um, she's... it. Basically, reports are saying that she is not getting better. There is no chance that they are going to let her back on the air. And... They all wish her, wish her the best, but it's tough times and people need their paychecks. So not we're not going to like take it off the air until mom starts to feel better or feel like her old self again. So No, they're going to, you know, the production company is going to end up either canceling the whole thing and putting something brand new or, right. you know, that's a smart thing to do. But the good thing for Wendy is we saw her on The Masked Singer. So she could maybe take Adele's place in Vegas and just sing Native <laughs> New Yorker. <laughs> Like, Vegas is a great place for drug addicts. Now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) She is a native New Yorker. (laughs) I I, I can't unhear it now. I can't unhear it. (laughs) (laughs) Bury that. When it's that came burp. out, I listened to it on a loop for two weeks. <laughs> um, it's so, I can access it very quickly. <laughs> it is it, it is within reach for me at all times. Um, this next story we bring to you with a heavy heart. Icon, fashion staple, and legend. Andre Leon Talley is no longer with us. And 
this story hits me particularly hard because as a black man in fashion, Andre Leon Talley represented what was possible for me. And coming from the Jim Crow South and really rising up the ranks at Vogue from Interview Magazine to WWD, then into Vogue, he really kind of gave me a ground to stand on and a platform that I kind of resonated with and something that I could see myself in. And getting the news the other night was a little hard to deal with. I actually cried over someone I didn't actually know. Um, But Ari, we found your number three. I don't agree with you. So for context, Logan, um, last every week we have a question of the week, and last week's question was with Betty and Bob passing and people saying that Defs comes in three. I was like, who is the next celebrity death that's gonna happen? Oh, my Messy. exact framing was sitcom death. Uh, so he doesn't fall into that category. Okay, and neither does but, Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll get to the question of the week. In a moment. Um, <laughs> best um, condolences to him and his family and anyone who cared about him. Though that's not yeah. a lot. A lot really bad. <laughs> um, it's no secret that Andre, in his final years, didn't speak to Anna Wintour. And actually, in Carl Lagerfeld's kind of final years, Andre and Carl kind of fell out. And I only know all of this because I read his memoir twice. I've watched his movie, The Gospel According to Andre, probably four times at this point. I watched it again last night and today. Um, Just somebody that I really resonated with and kind of saw myself becoming eventually. Like, I just wanted to be this fabulous fashion icon who strolled onto the red carpet at the Met Gala. And I'm sad that he's no longer with us. I can tell you something that will bring you a little bit of joy. I um, went with Bianca to Mark Jacobs' wedding. And it was in a huge... There was two ballrooms. And there was a moment where, like, everyone shifted. And we all turned to look to see who it was. And it was Andre walking in. Like, he had that presence. Yeah. And I remember later in the night, like, I mean, Bette Midler, like, it was celebrities everywhere. And later in the night, I remember me and Bianca were walking around, and there was, he was just sitting on the couch, smoking in this ballroom with Naomi Campbell sitting on his lap. And I was just like, this man, like, just in that corner where he was with some of these, like, supermodels, I was like, this is untouchable. This is... Mm -hmm. And, like, when you say things like that it gave you hope, I think that's such a beautiful thing to take with you, especially when someone passes. Because Carter, can my dog stop barking? Because, um, <laughs> you know, people say don't cry when people you don't know have died, but, like, that he touched you and shaped you, and I think it's absolutely valid for you to feel the feelings you're having. And just take the road that he's paved and make sure you walk on it with grace because he's laid it for you. Yeah, that's that's incredible. That's an incredible story. I actually, he's one of the only, like, I have this list of Black fashion icons that I want to meet. And I've run into Naomi Campbell. I've met June Ambrose. I've seen um, Kamora Lee Simmons up close. Andre Leon Talley was the one person on that list that I never, like, just encountered in my time in New York. And... It, it's always like it's one of those things that you kind of regret, but I I don't know I, I'm yeah I'm in my feels right now. That's all. <laughs> well, feel it, sis. Yeah. Um. Well, something that something I won't feel is this halftime show lineup for the Super Bowl this year. Ooh, ooh. We have Dr. Dre, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar are all performing together for the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show. What a nightmare. I have so many problems with this. <laughs> I'm also curious how much they're getting paid and like what is the agreement right. because 
Everybody gets seven dollars and a, a large pizza. No, I've got I've got ninety nine <laughs> problems, but the Super Bowl is one. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been like this whole thing after the whole bended knee, um, scandal with the NFL that no black artist was trying to do the Super Bowl for that reason, and then for well, this lineup to like come well, through. There was a thing where, like, I think Will I Am and Pharrell and a couple of other like notable hip hop people were put on this committee, and the committee's job was to bring more color into the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh boy! I just don't think this is the. Hmm. Wasn't that the thing with Jay Z? Maybe. I think that was with the NFL, though. Isn't, Isn't that what we're talking NFL? about? Isn't this in the oh, NFL? Wait, wait. I don't know shit about shit, but I know <laughs> that. That is a football girl. I know <laughs> that Eminem doesn't belong there. <laughs> right. One, of, oh, one no. of these, no, not right, white. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> there was no way that they were just going to put all these black people on TV during the one time of the year that everybody's grandparents sit down and watches the football game. Like, I don't think anybody actually sits through halftime that's not interested in the artist. Oh, so, no. like, and God, they can't I remember Coldplay. Oh, when Coldplay oh. came on, I was like, I am going to literally go <laughs> off myself. Trigger warning. <laughs> 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 It'll be interesting. I, you know, I always love to see Mary J. Blige. I think... And, like, for no one that's ever seen her live, I think they're in for a treat. Because that lady oh, yeah. gets to... She gets to move in. Mm-hmm. She does that little shoulder thing. Yeah. And then the, the hop. That hop. The kicks. But, like, in their right, respectively, each one of these performers could actually... Okay, not Dr. Dre. I'm not sitting through... I'm not sitting... Honestly, I'm not sitting through half these. No, some of Snoop Dogg's music could be... In the like, halftime show, anything made after like 2015, but the rest of these, they're gonna be bleeping out every other word. Like, what are they gonna perform? And how long are each person gonna get? Because the Super Bowl halftime show is usually condensed down to 15 minutes. Correct. So there's seven get or minutes. seven or eight people <laughs> with transitions, <laughs> unless they're just I, backup I, I, dancers. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, nothing. No. And what is nothing Beyonce coming out? <laughs> Not this year. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need to come on here every week. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. You're welcome to it, girl. Um, are we watching this? It's on February 13th. Um, um, I'll, turn yeah. again. I'll look for the Mary clips on YouTube. Again, happy Black History Month. I'll be watching it because I would like to learn it to do at Playhouse the following Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Black History Month. (laughs) Like, I just can't imagine. I think that would really do, that would be the nail. That uh, that would be the one where kids were like, Logan, you have finally pushed it. (laughs) You... You have finally done it. <laughs> okay, well, that brings us to the end of Flaming Topics. Um, Ari, do you have answers to our question of the week from last week? Your so problematic, messy-ass question of the week from last, from week. last week. about who's going to die next. Um, I got a couple of answers. Uh, Drusilla Blomey said Gaspard Uleli? I don't know who this is. That is. Um, Googling, Googling. Tim Moss said Whitney Houston. Oh, oh my God. Oh, like, no. 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 Uh, oh, no. Larry- he actually died. Oh, my God. He actually died. He literally <laughs> died yesterday. Oh, Rattlesnake all of that. Rattlesnake that whole last thing. Absolutely the fuck not. No. <laughs> he literally died yesterday. Oh, that's the guy from, um... Yeah, from Moon Knight. Yeah. He's gonna be in his new show on Disney+. That's why they wrote wrote that. 
problematic. See, this is what you invited. This is your problem. I, <laughs> I have, yes. So I love also, that. Whitney Houston, question mark. Oh, yeah. Um, Larry King, question mark. Osha, him too. Um, B. Arthur. Nope. Damn. I got nothing. That was Tim Moss. <laughs> Find me on the latest episode of If These Walls Could Talk with Tim Moss and Wendy Stewart. Um, Kareem McJagger said Larry David. I mean, no shade, but we've heard a lot of, uh, of his perspective. Um. Oh wait, my is friend he, Therese is he, is he problematic? Oh, uh, probably. He's done nothing but like white people shows. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. As the white person, <laughs> let me just. Uh, my friend <laughs> Teresa, just scrolled off. <laughs> my sister-in-law Teresa said, "Not sitcom, but a legend," and she mentioned Andre. Uh should not be overlooked as a third deaf. He was a remarkable trailblazer. Um, Brian Martinez piggybacked on that. Uh, and then Mike Forth said Bill Cosby. Oh. I I mean. Which I think someone I said mean, last week. One of our guests I think said Bill Cosby. Um, yeah, somebody could use the air that he's breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Again. I would just want to like that was just a question of the week. We did not actually wish death upon anyone. <laughs> oh come <laughs> on! At least five of the people on that list are already dead. <laughs> yes, that is true. And the other four are on the way to Drag Race UK versus the World <laughs> with the Super Bowl halftime guests. Uh, <laughs> Ari, what's our question of the week for this week? Uh. What? What? Uh, um, oh, Lord. she's having a stroke. Where is this? <laughs> toast. This is what I bring upon myself. Um, who do you oh, wish was joining the lineup at the Super Bowl? Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> that is my final answer. Lock it in. In the lips, doing native New Yorker. <laughs> In fact, oh. I might do the mix and just like in the middle of the Super Bowl, add Wendy Williams in the middle. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Reveal into the Statue of Liberty and then pass out. And take Eminem oh. out and add Wendy in. There you go. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like we've done this, this Super Bowl question before. No, I want uh, you to add a person in context of the Super Bowl lineup that we have. Um, uh, Pharrell. Wow. No. No. Does he make it better? Yes. You have to find someone actually... that's going to make it equally as chaotic. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very that. Hmm. Mm. I think the NFL and CBS should drop their embargo on Janet Jackson. Welcome her and her 50-year-old titties back to the show. Oh. <laughs> they should give her nipple pasties, actually, because now we can see full titty on TV without the areola. So That was a good one. I say I Azalea Banks. And she- As- Girl, oh, I wish. am Bye. done. I'm leaving. This would be a problematic Super Bowl if you invite her. The- She'd fight with every- everyone. She would fight and with everyone. On everyone. Everyone I on want, that stage is a chaos. Times. I want the chaos. Girl, they should get Mo Hart. <laughs> <laughs> or Shea where did the time go? <laughs> I'm surprised we kept this under an hour and change. I, I this was know. Go over. I really what? thought we were, but here we nervous. go. Logan, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell our listeners where we can find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at LoganXHardcore and on Facebook under Logan Slaughter, which is my real name, and I will kill you if you send me death threats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when can we expect your next episode of sobriety 
It comes out every Monday for this week. (laughs) (laughs) And Ari, where are you this week? Uh, Like I said, oh wait, you you told us already. I did, but I'll repeat my uh, answers. Uh, Friday at karaoke, like always with Drag Race, and then on Sunday, Lucky Chains for noon uh, brunch, and then Stonewall at nine for my invasion with Mary Muscles, all eighties music. Oh, cute! That is and a long day. That is a long day, bitch. She I'm gonna come home and take the face off. And maybe take a nap. Maybe. 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 You can catch me at Legacy here in Boston on Saturday, and then on Sunday I'll be at Candy Bar, twirling oh, and doing the things. Bitch, she has to have gigs, girl. This car accident has set her all the way back. So she's putting on the hook and shoes and coming out to earn a couple of dollars. Um, You can also... (laughs) (laughs) She's putting on the reds. Yeah, you can join in on the conversation at Shea Parade Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And be sure to check out our website, check out our Patreon, and then come back and check us out next week. All Bye. Right. Ciao. I'm a native New Yorker. <laughs> we the best podcast. Bo, 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 bo. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I gotta add that in. <laughs> That's going. Look, you've been amazing. <laughs> this has been a I pleasure. I do too many.